1: So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Transformation and Manifestation. Saints of God, our God is a God of transformation and manifestation. Transformations and manifestations that are all good. The word good in the Greek means good in any sense, as in in the widest sense. That means that transformations and manifestations that God causes to happen are good in ways that we'll never understand until after they happen. The word good also translates beneficial. That means that all the transformations and manifestation that God wants to happen in our lives will be beneficial in more ways than we can ever understand. That's just a few of the reasons why every transformation and manifestation that God promises and is prepared to provide to you and me should be desired by you and me. Because whatever they might be, one thing we know for certain is that they'll be good and beneficial to and for me and you whatever they might be. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Transformation and Manifestation. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes.
2: Romans chapter 8. I love the word. Everybody love the word? Verse 13, please. For if ye live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if ye through the spirit, with the help of the Holy Ghost, utilize the word that he breathes to you. That is, that is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for instructions and in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. But if you, through the Spirit, do mortify the deeds of the body, ye shall live. Notice there's a caveat here that there's something else that you got to do. You got to mortify the deeds of the Spirit. You got to move, I apologize, Lord. You got to mortify the deeds of the body. You got to mortify the deeds of the body so that we can experience the transformation that God wants us. He provides us his word, which is his spirit and his life. And it's there to be able to aid and assist us to be able to have the life that he has in store for us. But the word that God gives us shares with us the ability to mortify the deeds of the flesh. It gives us the ability to mortify the deeds of the flesh, kill it. The deeds of the flesh. Now, the deeds of the flesh are all the things that we learn that cause us to be everybody That God doesn't want us to be. That gives us the ability, that gives us the mindset to do things that's totally outside of what God has in store for me and you and me. God says, I want you to mortify the deeds of your flesh. Now that word deeds is talking about your practices. I want you to mortify the practices of your flesh. The practices of your flesh. That word practice is talking about habitual and customary performances. Habitual and customary performances. Well, we done done it so long that we're comfortable in our wrong. We just habitually do it. Your eyes roll habitually. Your mouth smack habitually. So somebody you say, so somebody you hear something somebody say, you don't want to hear. Instant low-grade asthma attack. It's almost like you couldn't stop it if you wanted to. In fact, half of y'all don't even know you do it. You just reflect. Just a reflex, just a reflex. In fact, if we took a picture of you, you'd be like, I ain't doing that. And then we take a picture you, you're like, you doctored that. that. That wasn't really me. You just said, yeah, photoshopped it. You, you, you this got a date stamp on it. No, that was you right a second ago. That was what you did. We don't even know it because we habitually do. Them the stuff that God said, I need you to put to death. I need you to kill it because once we find out from God's word that the things that we're habitually and customarily doing and or being is a deed of the flesh, we're supposed to mortify it right then. Soon as we find out, we'll be like, is that me? Yep, that's you. I got some work to do. I need to kill this. Anything we see don't line up with the word. God say, be humble. And we proud. Kill it. There it is. You, you just met it. You just met it. Kill it. As soon as you accept that's you, probably won't let you accept it as you, but it's you. But as soon as you accept it as you, kill it. Don't coddle it. Kill it. Don't tell it, I'm going to deal with you one day. Kill it. That word mortify means to kill. That word kill right there means to put to in, put an end to or to destroy it. To put an end to or destroy it. Remember, Jesus who is the word of God, came to destroy the works of the devil, including some of the works of the devil is the ones that he got operating in you. It's them habitual and customary practices that you do. He said, I want you to kill it. Anyway, back a long time ago, in certain environments, if you needed to prove that you was really with somebody, they would give you an assignment to do. Amen. Yes, ma'am. They give you an assignment to do. And if you really with them, you'll do it. God said, if you really with me, I'm going to give you an assignment. Your flesh, kill it. Do a drive-by on your own habitual bad habits. That ain't mean no kind of way. Here, in fact, I'm going to give you the weapon. Here, here you go, right here. This the safety right here. Take it off when you're ready. I'm going to give you the knife. It's called the word of God. Kill it. Take it out. We've been like, oh, wait a minute. Now, I don't know if I signed up for all this. Yes, you did. <laughs> okay, you don't like it that? He gives you the word of God, which is the sword of the spirit. Praise God. Makirara, Rara. Short little sucker right there. Just big enough to be able to shank you real good. Praise God and take it out real quick. He came to put an end to what the devil was doing and had done. He came to put an end to it. Now, we ain't manning until we realize it's still in us. He said, kill that too. The same is supposed to happen when the word of God comes to us. Because the word of God is sent to us to kill the work and destroy the works of the devil. That's why he's are supposed to take that word of God and put it and use it to put an end to what it is that we're doing. That we find out isn't what God wants us to be doing. Use that word to put an end to it and we're, and, 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 and so that we can become the person that God wants us to be. That word right there, mortify, also means to deprive of life, cause the death of, to slay it. It means to deprive of life. You know, like when you choke somebody, you're depriving them of life. You're cutting off their air supply. I'm just using this for an example. When you choke somebody, you cut off their air supply. Put one thumb right right there, other thumb right there. And then you cut off their air supply. And I don't care how they hit you, they're going to get weaker and weaker because the air supply is cut off. Because when you get ready to put to death some of these deeds of the flesh, they're going to start swinging on you. They're going to start fighting you because they want to live. They'll hit you, scratch you, kick you, but you just keep applying pressure. It will die. Trust me. It will die. Okay, how big it is? It's going down. Come on, the bigger they are, Mm-hmm. Ask Goliath, he'll tell you. No matter how big you are, it's going down. If it's other enemy, it's going down. So when the Word of God comes to us and lets us know what we're doing and how we're acting isn't of God, we ought to make sure that that behavior or action no longer is part of our life. We ought to deprive it of what it needs to live. We are to deprive it of what it needs to live. If it needs isolation, we need to get around some more people quick as possible. If it needs, is trying to cut us off from somebody, we're supposed to get as close to them as, can, as we can. If it wants us to be nasty, then we be as nice as we can. Not nice nasty, but nice as we can. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. We as nice as we can. That's why the Bible says, praise God, that we, we heap coals of fires upon their head. You bless those that curse you. You don't curse them, you bless them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because you need to cut it off and give it life. Because the devil wants you to act in a particular way. You have to now act the other way. The way that's lined up with what the word has to say. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The private of life. We ought to cause the death of it. You're killing me. That's what I'm trying to do. We ought to use the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and just slay it. Deprive it of its ability to be able to continue to live. It also translates to put to death, cause to be put to death, and become dead. It means to put to death, Cause to be put to death and to become dead. God said, You slay it, you kill it. Them deeds of the flesh. That's what I want you to do. That's your assignment Not that you and in me. Put to death every deed that's not of me. If you find it ain't of me, kill it immediately. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you use the word of God to do it. I said, And you use the word of God to do it. Verse 13. It says, For if ye live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if ye through the spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, ye shall live. For as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. You said they are the sons of God. That word led right there, I love that. The word that ones that are led by the word of God, this word led actually translates induce. Induce. So for as many as are induced by the Lord, of, by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. The word induce means to lead or move by persuasion or influence as to some action or state of mind. To lead or or move by persuasion or influence as to some action or state of mind. But there's a lot of believers. We don't let him lead us. Because you can't tell me that every time he's about to do something outside of what God said do, Holy Ghost didn't do his job. You can't tell me that. You can't tell me every time you was thinking about going off on somebody, Holy Ghost didn't say something to you. You can't tell me, cause Holy Ghost gonna do his job. He said he'd never leave me, nor forsake me. So I'm about to go over here and go off on somebody. Don't do it. Say what? Don't do it. Don't <laughs> <laughs> huh? Do it. Was you looking at me? Don't do it. Come on. Walk in love. Let me walk in. I'll walk in love. That later. But you you can't tell me he wouldn't continue to work with me. Come on. Forgive.
1: Forgive. Hey. Love
2: your enemies. Hey. Love your enemies. You're right. Yeah, you're Break right. One. My bad, man. I'm sorry I said that to you, man. I, I went off. I was I was having a bad day and you know I'm new at this Christian stuff, you know. Yeah, I'm, 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 amen. So you know. I uh, say what? <laughs> it's, it's, Come on. That's <laughs> it's enough. That's it's, enough. That's enough. <laughs> <it's, laughs> It's it's somebody gotta know what I'm talking about. You can't tell me Holy Ghost in not tell you to shut up. Don't say another word. Walk away from that skank. You tell me you don't tell me he didn't tell you that. Cause he gonna do his job. But you gotta work with him. Look at your neighbor say, work with him, just work with him. Y'all give him a hand for helping me. Praise God. He wants to lead you or move you by persuasion or influence as to some state of mind. Something that you're supposed to be thinking at that time. Whereas God's word is sent to be able to lead us and to move us by persuading us. Sometimes he'll use his own word to remind you what he said. Sometimes, hey, watch this. Sometimes it'll, it'll even come in the voice of the one that you are accustomed to hearing it from. I remember when I first got saved, I, I used to think like, man, what would the bishop have like a microphone on me or something? Because that hey, once why I hear his voice. You know, you ought to forgive. I'm like, you ought to stay in your own house. Because sometimes you'll even hear the preacher that God is using. And you'll hear their voice. It also translates. I like this. This word induced also translates to be open, to be open. See, God's word is sent to cause us to become open to change. It becomes to cause us to become open to change. It'll continue to water it and soften us and water and soften our heart and water and soften our heart until eventually our hearts are open and willing to be able to receive it. To be open to the transformation that God shows us in his word that he wants to do for us. Because I know the first time I heard about tithing, I wasn't interested. I was interested in the results, but I wasn't interested in what he told me to do. That That didn't make no sense to me. I wasn't open to it. But the man would teach it and preach it with regularity. I ain't care. I wasn't open to it. Remember he brought a guest speaker in and that man broke that thing down from every which way. I think what God did is he he sucker punched me because he know that whenever Bishop would bring it up, I'd shut down. So he brought somebody from out of town The Bishop said, you want to listen to this man. He's anointed man of God who has been in my my life for a long time. He's going to benefit you guys. So y'all receive him What a hearty amen. And I'm like, amen, amen. If he say, you say, all right, all right. What what you got? My man started talking about tithing. I'm like, look at here. But it's too late because it started working. And I was open. And I would turn to the scriptures that he was turning to. And I was listening to what he was saying. And God was transforming me from a thief to a giver. Because I was stealing his tithes. I was stealing his offerings. I was a thief walking. And you, if you ask me, was I a thief? Well, I ain't no thief. I quit thieving a long time ago. But I was ripping God's eyes off. But then I, that word came to me. I'm like, man, I'm going to quit stealing. I'm going to quit being a thief. Some of them say, I ain't really a thief. Mm-hmm. You're only time when you're around. You're still a thief. You're just a periodic thief. When you show up, though, you come through. But when you don't show up, it's still supposed to. Hallelujah. You all out on vacation with your stolen tithes? All, all online with your stolen tithes? Online make you still easier. Now you just transfer stuff and let that little box with the smile on it. Deliver your stuff. Amazon. You ain't not got all proud because you're in Amazon Prime now. Hallelujah. Oh, I've been tithing. He said, and offer. So it's not just supposed to be a tithe down there. It's supposed to be an offer too. And by the way, I don't look. So I don't know. You can keep looking forward. I don't know. (laughs) This is of the spirit. Hallelujah. I didn't have, old folk, you say, it's not on my notes. It's not in my examples. That's not the one he told me to, to talk about. I guess he wanted me to just bust it out on you before you know it. Praise God. That way we can be open to transformation that God wants to do in our life. Because when we're really open to transformation, real transformation will occur. Because one of the things that's holding it up many times is that we really don't want it. Turn to Colossians chapter 3. We want it, but we don't want it. We want it, we, want, we don't want it. Mm-hmm. Somebody, don't you want to feel better? hmm Well, come on, let's go to the doctor. Uh-uh. Let's go to the clinic. Uh-uh. Wait a minute, you said you want to be better. Yeah, but uh-uh. They might give me a shot, but the shot might make you better. Uh, I don't like shots. Well, I don't like you coughing all over the place. (laughs) Sneezing all over the place and spreading your little infectious germs all over the place with yourself yourself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anyway, in Colossians chapter one, no, Colossians chapter three. The Lord tells us what we need to do if we're going to really be open to real transformation occurring in the midst of our life. I mean, if you really want some transformation, he tells you exactly what to do. Let's read about it. Colossians chapter 3, verse 1. He said, if ye then be risen with Christ, let's about if you're born again. I got anybody in here born again. Got anybody in here risen with Christ? Should be the same amount of people. Praise God. If ye then be risen with Christ, he tells you what to do. Seek those things which are above where Christ is on the right hand of God. Seek those things which are above. Well, Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Seek those things that are above. Like you used to search the internet. You spend hours searching it. Hours looking on Facebook. Got your face in the Facebook. Looking at other people's lives. Some you know, some you don't know. Some you used to be involved with. Some you ain't involved with no more, but you all in it. Mm-hmm. Clicking on little stuff that they done put on there. They got some with a little arrow on there, which means you can look at it, you click it, and you just sitting there watching Ha 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 Another hour goes by. Pastor, I ain't got time to be reading that Bible like you be talking about. Actually you do. You are just doing everything else with it other than what you need to. Or or, or be or be or be watching TV for hours. It's called binge watching. Some of y'all them bypass waiting for it to show up on the TV. You just, you just record it. And then you go play them all back to back to back. Even the TV be asking you, do you want to keep watching? Even it say like, dang, you know. You know, come on. Do you really want to keep watching this? You like click. Yes. <laughs> They'd be like, look, I'm about to turn off because I'm tired. You got five, four, three, two. You're like, dang. So you can. It says, seek those things which are above what Christ is on the right hand of God. That word seek right there means, I looked it up, it means to seek. <laughs> That's, just good. That's good news, because our uh, seeking means seeking. He, he said, I said what I meant. Seek it. I like this, though. You got to like this. Especially, it means, this word seek, especially, it means to worship, as in worship God, which means our seeking the things which are above is one of the acts of worship of those of us who are risen with Christ. Why is that? Because it shows the true worth of God that we really have, that you're worth me seeking. you worth me reading. you worth me focusing on you. you worth that. Because if you don't do it, it's because you don't think it's worth it. You thought something else was worth it.
1: Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed with what the word of God had to say. Hope that you're seeing in God's word that the transformations and manifestations that he wants to do for us really are for us. I hope that you've seen that God's not playing; He means exactly what he's saying. Brothers and sisters, God's word is true. Transformation and manifestations really is what God's got planned for me and you. So, let's believe it's true and then cooperate with God so that he can cause to happen the transformations and manifestations that he wants to happen in our lives. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210 785 Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassi Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. If you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on, visit us at Word of Faith. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 4.30 and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. We also invite all the brothers in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Breakfast of Champions men's breakfast this Saturday morning. It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast of the sisters from Word of Faith. Prepare for the brothers of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. It's one, of my brothers, that you don't want to turn down. Then after we feed you naturally, we're going to feed you spiritually, too, with a powerful word from God just for the brothers. That's including you. There's no charge, but a free will often will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp and it ends at 12 noon. Don't be late. That's if you want a place. Child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. So come on through and bring a couple brothers with you when you do. I guarantee that you'll be blessed and they will too. And don't forget saints, make sure that you're in church on Sunday. If you're not at work, every child of God needs to be in their father's house on Sunday. There's no substitute for being in church, fellowshipping with other believers and worshiping God in the house of God. I believe every born again believer should say what the psalmist said. When he said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. So, if you can be in church on Sunday, then be in church on Sunday. You'll be blessed with your do. I guarantee you. And to all of you who've been a blessing to us by sending words of encouragement by letter or email to us, sharing with us that you're being blessed by the messages and that you're praying for us, I want to say to all of you, thank you. And to all of you who've been so kind to send financial offerings in support of our ministry, even though we didn't ask you. We want to say for all of you from the bottom of our heart, thank you. The Bible says God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he sow reap. Since all of you have been such a tremendous blessing to us, writing words of encouragement to us, praying for us, and even sending financial support to us, we know that God's not going to be mocked concerning you. He's going to do what he said in his word that he would do. That is, make sure you reap what you sowed. So we thank God in advance for all the blessings that are coming your way because of your being, the blessings that you've been to all of us. May God richly bless all of you for blessing us as we endeavor to do what God has called us to do, that is to be a blessing to a blessed people like you. So once again, thank you for being a blessing. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast next week. For more of this life-changing word we have in store for you, call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you next week.